Welcome to Joel and the Boys Basketball Podcast. I'm Marcus Simmons. I'm one of the hosts of this podcast, and I'm here with my two other co-hosts, my people, my family. First up is our resident Laker fan, my brother, Joey Simmons. What's up, man? Oh, hey. I'm just basking in this Lakers championship glow. And uh, it feels great. It feels good to be back in the house. And I will be getting that Lakers championship at some kind of way. And uh, last up is my pops, Coach Simmons, also known as the AutoCAD extraordinaire, the teacher, Joel Simmons. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. Glad to see those those, uh, LA LA Cavaliers win another game. No serious. And uh, with that, you know, we're going to discuss the um, game six of the NBA Finals, Lakers versus the Heat, where the Lakers pulled it off. They won the championship. They won 106 to 93. And, um, they were led, of course, by LeBron James with 28 points, 14 rebounds, 10 assists. AD had 19 points, 15 rebounds, two blocks. And a uh, playoff rondo showed up again with 19 points, four assists, four rebounds. And this really wasn't – this almost was like an exhibition game. Like, this this game was over with really in the first half when they, they went up by such a huge a huge margin. They outscored the Heat in um, the second – the second quarter, 36 to 16, and that pretty much was the end of the game. The Lakers finally, you know, just played like how they're supposed to play. They should have done this the other night when they wore the mom, you know, the Mamba jerseys. And um, for whatever reason, they finally got the message to, you know, put put the Heat away when they had that much talent. And um, then, ironically, the reason they won this game was essentially the the role players in some capacity. It was really. Um, you know, Rondo had 13 in the first half. Uh, KCP had 15 in the first half. And um, then AD had 15. LeBron had 11. So that was the game. KCP and um, AD and KCP, I scored the Heat starting five by themselves. Yeah. So, and then you add in LeBron, that's, you know, you go over the margin. So that was that pretty much was the end of the game. So yeah. with that, guys, uh, what's, what do y'all want to talk about with – Regards to the Lakers, um, you know, finishing it off and winning the championship. It basically, uh, like I like I said, the last uh, episode that if you get let Rondo get in there and just start just just go crazy and start playing like out like not like what like what they say playoff Rondo, then uh, you might as well put a, put the kids to bed because that's it. And then KCP, you know, he's been consistent and he really lit it up again. So. Once, once I saw Rondo had fifteen, I, oh, it was all she wrote. The Lakers came out and uh, and, and just played a, a, a better ball. I mean, they they got all the little breaks. They they got some uh, a lot some turn. There were a few turnovers also. Let's don't let's don't forget that. And uh, basically, they came out and they did what what a championship team does when you, when you get a get a, a team that's one game from uh, elimination. You get them on the ropes. Uh, and the Lakers like came together as a team and decided let's crush them, and they did. And they had the, they had the team, and they had the uh, offense, and they had the right time, and they took advantage of that situation. And that, like you said, the game was over basically, in a, at a quarter, a quarter and a half into that game, it was over with. The result was already known. It was funny, like looking at the stats, there wasn't like a huge margin of like. They blew them out of the water in certain stats. It was just that second quarter where they they outscored them by twenty points, and then the Heat couldn't get anything going. They played. The Lakers were real physical on um, 
on defense, and they just just overwhelmed them with their talent and like the heat. They just couldn't they couldn't muster up any type of um you know comeback. It was just like mm-hmm. like finally, man, they just couldn't like. You know, sometimes in prize fights or any type of fight, UFC or boxing, like sometimes it's like, man, I just can't, yeah. I can't mount a, enough offense to get them off me. Like they can maybe guard them a couple possessions, but then they the, they just the, couldn't. The, the Lakers uh, came at came at the Heat in, in waves. It, it was like they 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 weather this this group of guys, and then another wave would come. LeBron would get all these breakaways. He get and, these and ones, uh, and like you said, KCP. And and Rondo hitting those extra baskets. I mean, that was just uh, uh, everything. Everything just it was a perfect storm for the Lakers. And plus, I hey, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I know people are gonna be saying you can't say that, but I say it. The Heat looked tired. They looked whooped. Jimmy Jimmy Butler, of course, he was gonna be tired. He's he, it's like he ain't having any energy. You could tell it was kind of that that lad, that game. What game five was still uh, weighing on his bones, man. I guess you could say that, but I, I I don't know. It's just like they, when I thought about it, like we saw the last dance earlier this year, teams that go up against the, the champions and stuff, it always seems like, oh, man, they really got a chance. But then me and Dad, we talked about this really off, off the air like months ago. I'm like, man, can't nobody beat LeBron and him. Like, no. just, just break it down. AD's a guaranteed gonna score his points. LeBron's gonna get his points. So all they need is a couple of ten or twelve points from somebody play good enough defense, and they're they're gonna win. Cause that's yeah. that's ultimately what it came down to. Like they they just Miami just couldn't muster up enough of offense to um to beat them. Like they're just an overwhelming talent. It's just like. Kind of like when I, I know it's a different sport like Alabama when they play certain teams like yeah. they might can hang with them in the first half like oh yeah it's close but then when they go to their <laughs> second string or their third string those guys will be first string on any other college team and that's what it seemed like the Lakers were doing it's like yeah. you think about it like Dwight Dwight is older but Dwight's a number one draft pick and um, still in good shape he's coming out the bench or doesn't need necessarily have to even play a, a huge role for them to win. Rondo, you know, he's a, a all-star. He doesn't have to play perfect for them to win. They have a lot of room for error. The Heat didn't have any. Like, this was the first time, really, the whole mm-hmm. time they played the Lakers where just everybody just was crap. Like, yep. usually the other the games they won, <laughs> Jimmy was on fire. Yep. But then another player might not do anything. The last game, Duncan Robinson was rolling. Yep. But um, other players didn't do anything. But this was the first time, like, everybody. Stunk it up. Just, you know, just, yeah. just stunk it up. And then yeah. it, it really was, um, you know, really they might have been fatigued, but that's you know, that's the that's the NBA for you. And nobody's going to gonna, gonna um, be worried about you being tired Indeed. or give you any <laughs> – Breaks because, um, you know, Dragic, he he tried to come back, but yeah. you know, it was too little, too late. God bless him for, for getting out there with a torn uh fascia in his foot, but it was just, you know, just to say he played in the finals. And um, 
And I guess I gotta get into this too. Like, like you said, it was tough to watch. Like the time, yeah. little bit I did watch. It was tough. Some people on the internet they were saying LeBron was a <laughs> <little> stat pad <laughs> in the fourth. <laughs> Talking about the game was pretty much handled. It was over it. But it's I man, he, he gonna he gonna get his damn assists. Like he gonna get his numbers. That triple. And um, I checked some of the stat lines, and I was like, yeah, it did look like. He yeah. scored a lot in the fourth, yeah, but then in the second quarter, he scored like two points, and it's like, man, he just was. Yeah. But at the same time, you don't want to jack around, and all of a sudden the league gets down to fifteen, then they yeah. get to ten. So maybe he's yeah. looking at it that way. But I, I think yeah, he, he was, was you know, he, he wanted to get his stats, of course. Oh yeah, he wasn't shooting no three. He wasn't hard to shoot no threes that night. He was mostly, hey, I'm going to the basket. I'm getting these free throws. I'm, I'm yeah, that's, what he's, man, that's what he's supposed to do. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I, I I preach that all the time. I mean, take him to the hole. You got you, you six. Was he six nine, 260? Yeah. I mean, who, who gonna stop that? I mean, I mean, you could. And I, like I, I, I've been preaching about uh, earlier about the only way you gonna stop LeBron. You gonna have to have a bunch of people wa- wa- hanging off of him and wearing him out. And then he's gonna be shooting free throws or something. But thing is, uh. uh Le- Le- LeBron and them were in, in a position uh, early on in their game. They could pretty much do wh- whatever they wanted to do. And you, and you mentioned about padding stats. I mean, uh, that, that, that's that's what he is. I mean, he's he, he's fighting a ghost. I mean, not a ghost, but he's fighting a legend. You know, this they, they were talking today about the GOAT, who's the greatest of all time. You know, they still want to talk all that stuff. I, I don't buy into any of that stuff. I mean, Mike was great. When, during that time, I mean, LeBron's pretty good right now. I mean, you know, and there's going to be somebody, some kid playing on some little old dinky basketball court in his backyard or at the rec that we don't know anything about. He's going to come up and be better than all these guys. You can count on it. So, uh, you know, I think LeBron them just uh, took advantage of it. And if they did a little showboating and a little pad, uh, stat padding at the end, I mean, uh, that goes to the champ. They can do that, the victor. What do y'all think about their roster? I th- I say about probably about seven players aren't, oh, yeah, aren't gonna be yeah. back. Like I, I, I could just count on my hand. I think uh, Dwight maybe not be back. I can see Javale not coming back. Most um, definitely not. They go back. Um, Jr. Probably gone. Um, Kobe Wade is gone. I can see Casey. They go the, the Golden State head. What's his um, name? The young guy. Oh, Quinn Cook. Cook. Gone. He's, He's out gone. Uh, Jared Dudley's gone. Yes. I can see Caruso. Rondo gone. Like Caruso, they're not paying him. That. Yeah, Caruso. He's going to stay. Caruso he play. He do what he I can have tell Caruso. him to do. Yeah. But that's what I was just real quick just thinking. Like half half of them, I would think, because it's kind of just going to be like, not go to state, but even with the Bulls, you know, they were replaced. They, they replaced. Those like, are, they're different. Like, um, just plug in they players. Can, they can get yeah. those kind of players when they're a championship quality team. They can go out and, and claim some players. You say, oh, this guy will come play for this for one year. You know, because they know most of those players on that. It's just a one year yeah. rental. That's all they Oh, are. we forgot about Bradley. You think they're going to keep him? Dudley. Brad. Oh, you saw oh, oh, they yeah, Brad. Yeah, oh, yeah, they, they probably keep him. I think him. they, they got to keep him. Because I think, I don't know if it's confirmed yet. I think he is. They're going to give him his ring because he deserved, man, he was there the bulk of the season. He just didn't come in the bubble because his, his, you know, son, his son had uh, immune issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah issues. No problem with that. Yeah. So um, then it was kind of curious, too. AD was kind of leery about saying, oh, he's coming back. I don't know if he's just doing it, you know, for negotiation reasons. Probably so, because he signed with Clutch. He, but he kind of was saying, like, oh, well, I don't know, man. He, he, he's going to opt out where he can get more money. That's that's the whole point of it. Yeah, but yeah. he might. I, I was 
throwing out there like, man, LeBron's 35. He's going to be 36 at the end of the year. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm. I wouldn't want to be – LeBron at this level, he's still a great player. So maybe AD's looking at it like, well, next three years. Yeah. We could still probably run the table t- hypothetically, but you know, we'll we get to it in, later in the podcast. But there yeah. are other teams are going to jump back into the fray yeah. in the West. And I was thinking, like, man, AD might say, man, I got my one. I'm out of I, go, I go back home to Chicago and um, face a weaker East yeah. and s- s- take my chances with that. So I don't know if that's a h- possibility. I think, I think he'd be good with the Celtics. I don't know if you want to go there. Uh, Cause they, cause they said that was one of his choices. But they who is he gonna play the Some, five? Yeah, somebody so who who gonna leave? They got to get rid of. They got Jalen Brown and they got Jalen Brown got paid. Tatum hasn't got paid yet, so I would assume Jalen Brown. Yeah. Well, the Lakers would take him. Yeah, he would. I could see him playing. He can play with LeBron. Yeah. Yeah. He could chase down you know, a lot of wing defenders and you know. Yeah. But I. I don't, I don't know. You never know with stuff like he could. That would be a, a hell of a move if you got him and Tatum and Kimba. Oh, like if you just build out from there, you you okay? You can go small and big. Ain't no real centers in the East other than uh and beat. That's a wrap. So you pretty much good. You just have to worry about getting to, you know in the West. But um, cause you see him going to the Knicks probably. I know that sounds yeah, crazy. He's, he's smarter he, than that. He would clutch. Damn, he he, not, he ain't he, stupid. He's smarter than that. Let's let's get to the to the heat, man. Like um, Bam, he led them with twenty five points, ten rebounds, five assists. Jimmy, uh, he just had twelve points, seven rebounds, eight assists. Jay Crowder had twelve points, and the Heat they just couldn't. It's just yeah. shake shake them off. Like they just couldn't. They couldn't score. They they were just suffocated. Like everybody on the roster who played in the first half, they were all in the negative. Like everybody. Yeah. And then. Was crazy too. Um, they never led in the game. Um, like I said earlier, like Dragic, man, he he tried to play. Like I, I appreciate him. I, I've always been a fan fan of his. I liked him when he was in Phoenix. He came off the bench and he scored like thirty some points in the playoffs against the Spurs. And I remember one game they played the Lakers. He was about to fight Vucevic because I think they're from the same area. And I liked him. He's just one of those players. Like I think everybody has. Mm-hmm. If you watch the NBA enough, you, everybody I think has a player that's not a star, but they just like him, like the way they play. And he's been one of those players for me. Like I just like cause he's left-handed. He can spin. He can shoot the mid, the yep. threes. Yep. And um, some of some people were saying Jimmy only had like ten field goal attempts. I think he should have he should have shot more, but. Mm-hmm. I think that, that the way that game was going, I don't think it even mattered. Mm-hmm. Like he, yeah. Jimmy is not that type of. Even when he scored thirty, thirty-five, and forty yeah. in the other game, he picked his spots. Yeah, he, he didn't just come out like a gunner, like Kobe, that type yeah. of yeah. Yeah. scoring bunches. I don't think yeah. that's his game. Like no. he, he has to find his spots or d- different type of type of um, mm-hmm. matchups. Like he's not that type of just a gunner, like yeah. somebody like Iverson or yeah. or like Steph or. You know that type of player. That's what the Heat mm-hmm. really gonna have to get in the off season. Just somebody like I don't need I don't need no dribble handoffs. Just give me the ball, y'all yeah. get back. It's, That's it, all they they pretty much need. But it, it, there's some, there are players out there that handle it. You know I, this Bill guy. Okay, uh, somebody he, he got to get out of what is he in in, in uh, Washington? Washington. He, he has to get out of Washington. I mean, I, you know, and he he would be a perfect. Perfect fit for that team, you know. I think he would have the right mentality, also, you know. 
But they the, see the only problem with that, like well, I think a lot. Yeah, the contract. Yeah, I, he, yeah, I forgot he he, got, he did a re up. He just got paid again. And um, they still Bam hasn't got his money yet. Yeah, but I I think they probably can because Dragic deal is probably coming out because Dragic got a hundred million about two or two or three years ago. Yeah, and that's got to be coming um coming out the books. And um, Jimmy just got his. I don't think Jimmy's contract was was just super huge, but yeah. I I think <laughs> yeah they probably that's why that's why now it makes sense why people were saying. If Giannis would come to the Heat and they kind of seen what happened to him, he would have fit kind of perfect because they would, Spo would put him in better positions than just running one on one four yeah. flat. Oh, yeah. He would have been in that spot with doing those where Bam was at the dribble handoffs and then if you sag off, Giannis is going at you one on one from the free throw line. You you're you're in trouble. That's a problem. So that's, that's why I could see him now playing with them, but they were somehow able to keep Duncan Robinson and Hero. Yep. And he would have shooters, but you know that's way down the line. But yeah. I just think the Heat. I know they don't you know Jim Butler don't know nothing about me. I, I at least from this series, I gained a newfound respect. I hate sounding like people I see on Twitter sometimes. Like, oh man, I really respect them. But like, I like Jimmy. I'm really like impressed by the way he played and his toughness and him just doing whatever it takes. Like a lot of people. Kind of throw that around a lot. So, oh man, he just did whatever it took to win. Like he he literally did all this stuff. Like Jimmy's not known really as a, a quote unquote playmaker, right? So to speak. But he that's what he did to get those two games yeah. and all through well, all throughout the bubble. Yeah, he did that, and um, that was, that was just impressive to watch him from that perspective. Well. I think what the Heat did, uh, he were, were were almost like nobody. We we actually didn't never we never saw them coming. That that's 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 the impression I get. Uh, everybody was locked in on uh, you know it was going to be uh, Toronto. Milwaukee, Toronto, maybe even Philly, and then all of a sudden uh, this team out of South Beach just came in and started ripping the hearts out of these people. They were outplaying those guys and they. Maybe they were better and they in a, in a better position during that time they were in the bubble. But you know, uh, every NBA team is, is capable. You know, I I I know people want to say, well, they, they they did this and they did that, but all of them are capable. They they are professional players, and the right situations develops when they and, and during those contests that they have, and they got on a run and they did, they did a great job. And I'm sure the uh, Heat management. Uh, and the coaches staff is proud of what they've accomplished, but they have a they built a I think added onto that foundation. But now there's some things they see that they need to add to that team. We we're just talking about that, that getting a a guard who can just light it up. I mean, I, in the old days it wasn't hard to find a guy who was willing to shoot the ball, <laughs> but nowadays I mean I don't know. It's, it's just saying maybe they have to go to the G League or maybe find some player that we don't know anything about. To me, that, that the way they play, too, should sell a lot of potential free agents to know that they play together. And um, if you just come in there and work hard, like, you got a chance to, you know, make it to the finals. Like, the Bucks, as is, like, they, they're not, you know, just head and shoulders above everybody. But uh, KD and, um, you know, Kyrie are going to be back. So that should tell, you know, everybody in the East, they got to, they got to get ready. Yeah. On paper, it looks like they should probably be the favorites, but 
you know, like you said, that the Heat, they were nowhere near the phrase. A lot of some some writers and people said they weren't going to make the playoffs. Some were saying if they did, they would have lost in the first round. So mm-hmm. they made it to a, a game six in the NBA Finals against LeBron and AD. <laughs> like, that's a hell of a... A lot of times early in the series, I thought, man, they would get swept. So, yeah. like, they... they it's just good coaching and uh, just talented players doing their job and really they just ran out of gas. Like if, if Dragic yeah. might have stayed healthy, we don't we you know we don't know because the the Lakers aren't the, don't have the greatest guards. They don't. And um, that's a, that's a potential All Star because like I don't think people people trying to trying to throw that away saying well Dragic was hurt like but we heard all that. Yeah. I hate to bring up old stuff, but you know when when LeBron played Golden State. Um, the first time in 2015, Kyrie wasn't no championship player, but he was an all-star. He lost him, and he always says, well, I, I lost my all-star player. Jimmy and them, they lost, basically lost their all-star guard, and that doesn't even get, you know, mentioned in the narr- narration about the finals. Like, they they had an easier role because Dragic wasn't there. I know Dragic's not the same tier as Kyrie, but he still was a 20-point guard mm-hmm. in the bubble. And then that would just, you know, add to the depth. That means nuns coming out the bench or doing other things and other players, you know. It would have it would have changed their rotation plan yeah. or something. He would he would add more flexibility. And and then too, uh, you know, the Heat lost up um oh, uh, yeah. Bam too, yeah. Bam. Yeah, Bam. Yeah, Bam we lost Bam for what a couple, couple of games. A couple games, yeah. Yeah, you think about it. And he and probably he, wasn't totally right. Yeah, because a lot yeah. of because Bam usually would would take off on them. They he kept doing a lot of pump faking and stuff. So that's why I was like, oh, that's he he just hurt because yeah. usually he would just go up on people. A lot of times yeah. he was waiting to um wait and see what happens first. Like I remember him dunking on people early in the season. He would just go up and yeah. dunk. Yeah. But now he's looking around and that type of stuff. And that's probably that neck. You know, yeah. any way you move, yeah. you know your neck. You gonna you gonna feel that in some capacity. Yeah, like in Dragic, I think he was the biggest. Miss. They really missed him because he would put uh, he would put the, uh, the Lakers guards on notice. That'd been somebody they would have had to worry about and trying to double team and everything, especially with his ability to uh, penetrate and get them uh, crazy layups. He kind of one of them herky jerky players, and I think uh, that that'd have been like a, a huge difference. Would have would have got him a title? Probably not, but I think he probably would have went to seven if he probably would have played. The, the, the Heat, the Heat were like a, a ship that had one or two leaks here, and they got them patched, and then yep. they got a big one here, and more water came in. And at some point, they just couldn't bail fast enough, yep. and and the uh, Lakers just overcame them with talent. Talent they 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 went out and got and built, and uh, they, they they did what they should have done. Yeah, and it, it still goes to two. The Lakers throughout the year played together, and that's what the Clippers tried to skip over. They they never played together, got any type of continuity where they had the entire roster. Um, you know, um, Paul George was hurt at the beginning of the year. Then Kawhi would sit out a couple games. Then what's that guard name with that hair? Uh, you know, what I'm trying to call his name. Patrick Beverly. Yeah, he, he he got hurt a couple times. Um, and they 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 just never. It was like they just kept glossing over the fact. Like, oh well, you know, it, right, we'll just figure it out. Those other teams, the Warriors had their core, their team. They just need to add KD. Yeah, and they actually had a real offensive system. 
yeah. and players that were willing to, okay, I'll sacrifice, I'll do this. But but the Clippers never just got around to that. But I, that's what the Lakers did this year. They played together. Yeah. Yep. They remember they lost early in the season. People laughing at them. I was. Yeah. They I lost laughed. to the Clippers. I laughed tremendously. But they kept building yeah. continuity. Like, oh yeah, yeah, AD, you like it right there. Oh, LeBron, he knows where his players, his guys are gonna be at, and they. You know, that's part of the playing playing together and that's what the Lakers did. Like yeah. you no, know, I'm not the of course I always say this, I'm not a Laker fan, but you gotta give them their props for how they played and put everybody got in their place and you know basically just did you know, did their job. Like they, they just won as a team really and um they got it they got it done. That's why they call it a basketball team. Uh everybody has a a, a part and you gotta know the whole sum of what, what this whole unit is trying to do and, and the, the skills and the talents. And like you said, where you know, certain positions that, that the the ball where they can do more damage with. And uh I guess uh, the Lakers were smart enough that uh, somebody on their coach staff was uh, got to talking to these guys and say, you know what, we, we got too much talent to be playing as poorly, uh, defensively, offensively as we are and they Put it all together in the last game. My hat's off. Yeah, I will say they they uh, they came with the def- they came with the defensive uh, hatchet in this game. Like all them easy like layups and pullbacks and stuff. They was getting it. and the day was he, like none. He thought he was gonna come through there, do some little easy layups and floaters. Uh, uh-uh. he was, and the Davis was throwing it in the front row. So with that, do we do we agree about LeBron being Finals MVP? Yeah, I I, I kind I do because uh, AD kind of like it's like to me he it's like he don't know how talented I think it's he don't know how talented he really is. Like he could be probably the best player in the, in the NBA if he had like I, I think that uh that killer inside of him. And sometimes I think he kind of like bags off. He kind of like, well, you know, I'm tired. I ain't feeling good. But if he had that killer inside of him, I think he'd be like, he kind of be in that, that, that spot that Tim Duncan was in. Like, he was just just heads above everybody. I, I don't have no problem with LeBron getting that, that MVP. To, to me, that, uh, five years, eight years from now, are we going to remember who won, who's the MVP of that thing? We'll know because they'll talk about it for the next eight to ten years. But, and in the final analysis, it's just getting a bunch of guys together on the same page and winning a championship. You 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 could very well have given that MVP award to uh, AD, but I mean, I, I think I think AD wouldn't mind having it, but I don't, I don't think to AD right now. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I I think earlier, like in the first couple of games, I was saying he he should have really won it because of his defense, but then. Yeah. He jacked up that game four where he had 15 points, and then he messed up the other the other night, yeah. um, game game five. So I was like, oh, LeBron's going to take it because they were about 50-50 points-wise, but then LeBron had them in slightly in the rebounds, and then LeBron's going to always get them in assists. And I was like, oh, he's going to get it. But I just think if AD wouldn't have had those two bad kind of questionable games, he probably should have won it, but then I was like, "They oh, they gonna definitely get it to him." But I, I think he, I think he could have won it because a lot of that him getting the ball, he can't. He's not the he's not a guard. Yeah, he's not. He has to get the ball from LeBron or from Rondo because yeah. in some respects, some people yeah. were even saying it seemed like LeBron was trying to go away from him in game uh, game five. So damn it, like he couldn't 
you know, get the points because the AD automatically always has a the, the advantage. LeBron still has to run against uh, Jimmy or uh, Iguodala or some type of bam at least mm. you know can, can stay in front of them, not overwhelmingly just destroy them like AD can. Like anytime AD, if he got the ball on the move or he got on the block and he did his he did what he's supposed to do, he would score like ninety percent of the time. And LeBron, it seemed like he still he got to get his would. would Still t- have some type of defender that could do something to him, kind of mad- mess with him. But I think the narrative, yeah, you know, they're trying to make him catch up to Jordan, and so yeah, like fine, like he, he, he say he 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 got it. But um, do you think the Lakers can repeat with this? Say say if they you know, basically they they come back with the same team. Essentially, can they repeat? I know we don't know how the other teams are. I, I think they could. They got a good. I mean, AD still AD, and LeBron is still LeBron. As long as they healthy, I can see them probably uh, getting in there and repeating. Because uh, when you look at the um, the talent in the West, you know, in the, by the end of the year, you know, you gonna look at you gonna look at everything. Who gonna be worn out? Who who old? Who young? You know, I can see them repeat. This this is one thing I, I I've learned to to always keep in mind. Uh, the, the NBA season is over. The Lakers are the NBA champions. Okay, let's put all this in a little shoebox and put a towel, a little ribbon around, and sit it over in the corner. What well, what happened this year don't mean nothing to the upcoming season. You don't know who's going to be a breakout player. You don't know what player, what rookie. Or what guy that we don't know nothing about gonna come out of there and just take over the league as far as scoring, popularity, or whatever. And you don't ever know what, what teams their teams we talk about all the time. We always say, uh, uh, okay, KD's coming back, but to answer the question, the uh, the Lakers have 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 a good chance, but I, I wouldn't make them the prohibitive favorites by any man. Yeah, I, I don't. They the, a lot of this was. Was luck on some of their parts. Like just, just go back to the Nugget series. Yeah. If um, if uh, Plumlee just did his damn job, <laughs> the Nuggets would have yeah. been up two one. Two one. You Not bet. to say um, that they would have. LeBron them wouldn't have um, still still won, of course. But yeah, that was a huge blunder. Kind of kind of killed them, and then you know Murray, you know, got hurt. Yeah. But I, I just think. I don't know necessarily with that with the same team they can repeat because a lot of no. times people figure figure certain things out and then the the playoff matchups could hypothetically be different. You know, yeah. the four or five matchups could be different. Oh yeah, and um, then of course that's that's what I say. I, I'm not for certain about that because I don't I don't trust. Even though they did want, you know, they they won. Like you can't take it away from no, them. I, like their their bench is like abysmal. Like if, when you break down their scoring and their shooting, yeah, I don't think they could with this with this roster. They would get close, I would say, but I, I don't know necessarily they can repeat with the same roster. They got to upgrade their their bench and their role players. It's it's an, and, one other thing. Let's don't let's don't leave this thing out. You know. uh the Lakers are champions now. So guess what? They are the hunted now, right? Okay? When they play, guess what's going to happen? Some of these teams that they, 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 that you would think them, them to roll over, they're going to get their best game. out. They're going to get their best game every night. It's a different animal when you're just out there trying to 
you know, catch up with some mythical champ because, you know, Toronto was at, didn't make it to the finals. So now they're the guys that everybody has their eyes on. They're, they're the ones. They're going to be the hunted. It's, it's a different mentality. See how they handle that? Only thing, only, yeah. plus, oh, well, in my opinion, like, as far as, like, the Lakers, which is why I say they can repeat, mm, ain't too many skilled, like, skilled big men that could, like, that you can throw at AD or go head up with AD in the uh, Western Conference. It's probably like maybe two or three. A strong two, probably. And I think that gives the Lakers the big advantage, especially like AD ain't like no regular big man either. He can play he can play like that, but for the most part, it's like it's almost like he a two guard in a in a center's body, but he don't go too he don't go too crazy like a lot of these big men do now and try to uh, play outside of the uh, game. The little I did watch of the after game, he kind of made a joke talking about uh, people thought Giannis was going to be the first Antento Kumpo to win a ring, but really oh, yeah. it was Costas, you know, the youngest brother trying to be funny. Like some people were saying, yeah, he might, it might be funny now, but you might make him uh, run to the to another team in uh, California. Mm-hmm. You know, they say he's supposedly still a. It's still a rumor about Giannis going to the Warriors, but I, I don't, I don't really see that happening. But I, I didn't think KD would go there. But um, yeah. we can talk about like kind of the off season. Like I said, the Giannis one, I, I don't really hold too much weight with it. But one I saw, I've been hearing about a lot, even during the season, like Bradley Beal to Denver for Gary Harris and Michael Porter Jr. Do you think? I think it would be good for Denver, but. I don't know about trading Michael Porter for it, yeah. but maybe he, you know, he seems like kind of. Yeah. I ain't gonna call him a knucklehead, but he seems kind of, <laughs> kind of weird. And like the team, it seems like yeah. some people, like a lot of those fans in Denver, say like it seems like they don't like him that much, and maybe he wants a bigger role yeah. at this point. But if they got Bill, that would be a huge. Yeah, a huge problem where you got somebody. You know, he he averaged thirty points a game this year. And then you add that with um, you know Murray has stepped up uh, to be a, like a star player, and Jokic yeah. is you know still consistent. Like that would be a a hell of a big three to um and the, you know, go up against. And the other guy, the uh, Horace Grant's uh, nephew, uh, he might be gone though. That's why. So? Yeah, I don't. Okay. I'm, I'm saying he he technically could be there, but I'm saying you know he's opting out. And so okay. that's why I was saying it's a money thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. I understand that. Yeah. But you know, uh, 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 a lot of those teams, uh, you know, they, 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 I don't know. I, I, I think some of them shouldn't be in, in, in so big of a, a hurry. You know, some of those players. For instance, there may be a player on some of these teams that we're not even thinking about that that just had needed another year to mature. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like they, <laughs> they just hitting their stride basically. So. Mm-hmm. Then it's another little yeah. trade. They said uh, mm-hmm. James Harden mm-hmm. going to Philly for Ben Simmons. Like, what do y'all think about that one? Mm-hmm. I think it's, I think it'd be good because I think uh, as long as you get Harden out of that, that for the past couple of years, we've been seeing Harden do that, do that jack up threes and all that, just step back and all that. I think if you get him kind of like in that mode where he played in OKC, where he was just a, a killer just come out there and just just kill you. I think that would be that would be 
that would be huge for Philadelphia because that's what they need, like a guard that go out there and put it on the floor and put it in the hoop. Well, how many how many years uh, does Harden have in this country? He, he's yeah, that's a good question. He's he's been in the, he's probably in the second or third year of that country, isn't it? I don't think they they matter. It don't matter. I'm saying I'm saying that really Embiid. Him, him, you know, you know yeah. what I'm saying. It's just Embiid got the big money. Oh, yeah. No, I take that back. I forgot that, that, that boy that um, Tobias, Tobias Harris. Harris yeah. But nah, I don't, I don't necessarily see that. I, he he probably got three or four years left. Like I don't know would, that. Would he? This this is the thing though. Would he? Because you know Doc probably gonna play a little different. Uh, mm. uh, he gonna he gonna have to. I mean, because you you don't lost. Yeah. So you know, basically by by running it, you won the MVP, you won the scoring titles, but what done happened? You done lost in the first you done lost now in the second round for the past two years. Yeah. You're not getting a, you're not getting any younger. <laughs> maybe I don't know, maybe that is a good deal. But what, what's Ben Simmons gonna gonna bring to Houston though? I mean They he, still could hypothetically play the same way. Mm-hmm. Just put him around shooters. Like he just say he don't have to um, really have to shoot a lot, but if they get somebody they can, they're halfway. All of them want to play mm. one, you know, they're f- four out and one in. Yeah. So they could say, like, you just play the Harden role, but you just attack the basket, and then these other guys they gonna shoot. So mm. and then you know he's twenty, he's like twenty, twenty two, yeah. and you got a young star for the you know okay. for um, foreseeable future. Yeah, and then you just fill in different. And I don't know that owner doesn't want to pay a lot of, you know, the the luxury tax. So he would be the highest paid player. Him and probably um, Eric Gordon. So that's why I think they would they would kind of do a soft rebuild, I guess, from mm-hmm. their perspective. Yeah, and hopefully he would get better yeah. as well. That, that, that's what makes the offseason so interesting. You can speculate and put all these different pieces together. But the final analysis, uh, sometimes. Uh, the best trades are the trades that they don't make right now. And then one they they had to say Drew Drew Holiday and Aaron Gordon go to Brooklyn, and then Karis LeVert will go to Orlando, and New Orleans will get like uh, Spencer Dinwiddie and Torian Price, and they send them with the Afro uh, Jared Allen. Why not? New Orleans had nothing else to lose. I think I, when I watched it, I was like, that don't make sense. Why would you give up? But then I didn't. I said, okay, you get. You get Jared Allen, a young center mm-hmm. that can jump and don't want, you know, really don't need the ball. Yep. And then Tari Prince, he's a solid defensive um, forward who's still young, can rebound. Spencer Dinwiddie, he can play. Yeah. He can shoot. And if they somehow kept ball or those other guards, he's still big enough to play the one or the two. Yeah. yeah and um, Karis yeah. LeVert, he would help out Orlando. He's 20 some years old and they need. More of a like a consistent guard scoring because that's that's kind of what their problem is. They have all those fours. They need a, a guard that can mm-hmm. actually do something. And Drew yeah. and Aaron, they would just have to play their role because Kyrie's not going to guard anybody. So Drew basically would be like a clay role yeah. for them where he would just you know score when he needs to and just play lockdown defense. Aaron going just you know just an athletic wing to play alongside alongside with KD. Yeah, that would probably be pretty good, but. I don't see that happening at all because it, I don't know, it just don't seem like New Orleans would, would do it probably. I could see hypothetically yeah. Orlando yeah. doing it because I think they, Aaron Gordon needs to get out of there. They're not, they're mm. just like they're running in water, just running in place. Yeah. 
So I could see that potentially with like Orlando, but I don't know about um I don't know if New Orleans would actually do it. I guess they probably want to, well they only have a coach yeah, too, so well yeah. You probably gotta wait on it. But the thing is with, with New Orleans, I mean to me like 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 they're always in a steady a constant thing of revolving players in and out of there. You know, they had a good coach and then they keep not not willing to make a decision on things. I think they just a uh, uh dysfunctional group. And, you know, I've been talking about uh, letting that franchise go to Seattle for a number of years now. And, but anyway, that's another story. But that trade, uh, would, I mean, it has some 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 uh, some likers. But I mean, I think all all, all these trades, you, you you could cook up a lot of trades. I could cook up some trades. Uh, you know, if you want to talk about a trade, you know, they, they, they were talking about Golden State. You know, Golden State has uh, what do they have? A number two tra- draft choice or something that way. Yeah, number and, two or three. Yeah, and they got some other little options, and they said, "What well, maybe they uh, go to state looking at getting a uh, another superstar or something, you know, another player, you know." So I, you know, you can you can you can you can just let your imagination run wild with that. And um, speaking of Golden State, they had another one supposedly, um, Vucevic and Terrence Ross to Golden State for um, Andrew Wiggins and Kevin Looney and Jordan Poole. And um, I I when I saw it initially, um, I was like, I don't know about trading Wiggins for Vucci Main, but they they had it like I didn't know they added Terrence Ross. I'm like, I don't know if Golden State Vuce Vuce can't he can't guard a shadow, I guess. And then Draymond, I think he's on the tail end of what you know yep. what he's doing. I don't know how they would cover him. Like I think. Hypothetically, like if Vucci would come off the bench and just play like a Kevin McHale role, that probably would work. But I think somebody like him, he's probably want to start. And um, Terrence Ross, he would be good. He's a guard, a wing. They yeah. can play alongside Clay, <clears throat> and he's he's not the biggest guy, but he's can get his own shot because I think that's what it comes down to. After when they get deeper in the playoffs and stuff, you just need somebody to just go get it. And I think he would. Play that role pretty good. And he's still fairly young. I think he's probably like twenty seven or twenty six. Terrence Ross. And um, I think that I think I could, I could possibly see that. But still, I'm I'm still in the mind frame. Like I, I'm not. I wouldn't give up on Wiggins just yet unless they could get um you know you know Giannis of course. Yeah. But I I think Wiggins <laughs> still the dude's still like twenty four. I think. That's kind of young, and I'm, I'm not ready to throw. He he showed flashes, you know, the little bit they had with him, mm-hmm. and I think, you know, when Steph and Clay get back into the lineup, like man, he just all you gotta do is just hit corner threes. Yeah, figure you know every once in a while the bulk of the thing, bulk of the offense is not gonna be on his mm-hmm. shoulders, and the times he plays engaged or anything like he does fairly well, he still he still averages like 19, even though people say he's lazy. You know he. Everybody don't have to have that, you know, be loud and you know boisterous. And I wouldn't. I, I don't think I would necessarily give up on him yet, unless I knew for certain I got Giannis or like Bill or some some other player, you know, that's gonna guarantee yeah. get you like persistent scoring. Yeah. But what if they want to like show up their bench? Like, would you give them up then? Nah, cause you still. It, I still when he's still young. He's too young. Like, what, so what you? Fine, you got you got a bench, but the 
I, I don't see the upside of somebody that's that young for a bench player that's probably going to have deficiencies too. And um, mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. I, I still would – see if you're talking about their bench. They they got their rookie, and they can find little – those other guys played well for them off the bench. They traded them to Philadelphia. That was just for money, you know, to get the drafts, the picks and stuff right. Mm-hmm. I think they can show up their bench in a, a free agency. Mm-hmm. I still think, but I, I wouldn't do that for, for like, say, because some people keep talking about. Um, I'm going blank. It's some bench player. I can't, I'm going blank, but like, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that because I, I thought really, because I think Drogba is about to be a free agent. Like I would say, Golden State needs to try to make a run at him. Like I wouldn't trade him, you know, Drogba and some other solid mm-hmm. bench players for Wiggins. No, no, no. Because, you know, now, now of course, now Dryer's coming off an injury, too. So that's what he's, he's probably looking. The rest of his career will probably be like a six-man type of player. It might fit into what he wants to do. But yeah, he's done it before, he, he probably, too. He, he's probably one of them guys that don't really care. So, okay, he's going nah, he, to get, he, get, get some minutes. 35, too. Uh, he 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 prepared because he, he, he had to kind of do that this year. Yeah. And he didn't, I don't think he liked, liked it too much, but he just did it, you know, to help the <clears throat> to help the team, yeah. But um, I I think this is gonna be interesting. We gotta you know, kind of wait and see. We are gonna talk about on some future podcasts on like what different teams are projected to do or what we think they should do. And um, when is all this gonna gonna start though? When when can they start <clears throat> dealing with people? When is that? Well, I say it's after the. Shoot, probably now. I I'm not for certain, but I think it's. I know, like I said, the draft is November 18th, so yeah. it would have to be around that time. Okay. To do to do that, but um, they they haven't really said a set date yet. But I, I know it, it has to be. They they already been talking to them guys now, yeah, yeah. and they just probably got to figure out because the NBA said they want to get back not to full capacity but they want to kind of have it sparsed out kind of like some NFL teams Yeah. so they're going to get back to traveling actually playing their arenas but Mm -hmm. I think they said now I think I read somewhere on on the scroller said the NBA should the next season going to start in January Mm. I I think so they they probably already talking and figuring out different things and um one of the last things I don't know if this I don't think it is good news, but they told me Stan Van Gundy has become one of the oh, no. um in the forefront for the coach oh, of the no. Pels and I I don't think that's a good look. That's horrible. So you, you basically horrible. you get rid of Alvin Gentry to go get a loud mouth. To go get Stan who's horror. Who was a GM with with Detroit. He gave Josh Smith fifty some million dollars. Brilliant. And then they had to since he didn't work out, they they released him, and they're probably still paying him yeah, to this day. Pay. Yeah, Josh did all right. And um, you know, Detroit is a hard sell for a free agent. I understand, but you, I, I don't see, I don't see the logic with it. Like, what what is he gonna bring? I guess they're gonna think they'll play more defense, but. He he's gonna he's, he got those they got those young players in New Orleans, and he gonna get out there hollering at them. During practice, hollering at them during the game, and after a while, all of them gonna get mad with him. They are gonna stop listening. Yeah, because we turn them off. We've seen that in Orlando. We we had vets. They they just eventually just tune them out. I'm sick of staying. And I I don't see the. I I would just because 
then that's what the crazy part of all this coaching stuff. Now, like with <clears throat> I think with the Pacers, they're looking at an assistant coach with with the with the Pelicans. And I'm like, why would the Pelicans would just, just hell just go get him if that's the case? You gonna get another retread and like Brent Barry said, it's on NBA TV years ago. They're proven losers. We know what his ceiling is. We know what they're gonna get him to. Right. And I, I just don't see the logic. The logic behind getting, getting him. Like you could have just kept averaging. Maybe they were sick of him. Like fine, but you then you'll get somebody else who has. A more abrasive type of um, thank you coaching, coaching ability, and it's look for names basically. That's what, that's what I think a lot of this. What, what's that? What's that old coach name? He coached the Cavaliers, and you know he, he wrote that book. Oh, uh, George Carr. He's. I mean, he, to me, like what? when they, when you get somebody standing gun, it's almost like that's out of central casting. I don't want a guy to look like he coach. He hollers like a coach. He kind of looks like a coach, but I'm gonna get him. But he can't coach. I don't look at him that yeah, bad. I do. I don't know what's called like because I forgot he, yeah. he coached Cleveland like it like way like you kind of threw me off with that. I look at I look at George, but I, yeah. I don't see him as like he, well at least with staying when he he has done you know with announcing he still he makes sense like he he'll oh. tell you what's going on. Oh but yeah, I just think from for their perspective, I'd rather them like man just get a younger get a young coach from somewhere. Um, pop. Paul Silas' son, he coaches with Dallas. They say he's a good coach. He's he's a younger guy. Like I would try to get somebody like him, who's not that far off from their generation. You know, so-called right. millennials. Right. And he's abreast of all the different offenses and the way they want to play. You got you got you got all these young players in New Orleans. And then you gonna go get some more dinosaur to coach him. That don't make no sense. Yeah, I guess they're gonna look at well, he's gonna you know demand more out of him. You know, he's a leader. He's been to the finals. He's coached. But I'm like, I sometimes I'd rather have a young coach that can grow with them too and know where they're coming from rather right. than you gonna get a disciplinarian. Like they don't. I don't <laughs> think at this juncture they need somebody like that. They need probably a younger coach to say, "Man, y'all just gonna make mistakes, and we we just gonna we'll work grow together." Then you can no no fire them. Then yeah, but they're not. To me, Stan comes in. He seems like somebody that should be with the Rockets or an older team that's yeah on the teeter, like kind of halfway decent or about to make another step. Right, like he doesn't strike me as somebody that wants to. Culture, maybe a, a young, young team. team. He, he he's gonna have some, uh, some t- tremendous growing pains, even with that uh, with Zion. Zion still he's gonna make a bunch of mistakes. Still, I mean, he's still a young guy. What is he? Ain't even twenty yet, is he? Yeah, he's probably twenty. Okay, he's twenty. Yeah. Okay, and uh, you know, you 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 gotta get develop a a, a system where these players feel uh, uh, growing like they're growing and learning, and and they can work within that system and grow. I mean, they got a lot of young players. The right coach in that situation could do could could do pretty well there. Yeah, but we you know we gotta wait and see. And um, yeah. with that, man, this this has been the 2020 NBA season, man. The Lakers won the championship. We kind of expected that Lakers. in some 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 regards, but people a lot of people thought the Clippers would have been in their way, but they weren't. No. And then of course we had a pandemic that stopped the league for in back in March and then mm-hmm. they didn't come back to July. So it's huge, huge props to the NBA for pulling this off. Like I didn't think I said that in the past, I didn't think we were even gonna get to this point. Like they had no positive COVID testing the entire time. They were in a bubble. I think they said 
It's been like 100, 190 days. I think I'm probably wrong, but 109 days possibly or probably longer. They've been in there since, I think, July. Mm-hmm. And I know the Lakers today, I think they finally got home. So I know they're glad to be out of there too. And um, probably was a big boost to Florida's economy. Well, Orlando, it helped them out. And then they still spread the message about, um, you know, social justice and Black Absolutely. Lives Matter and the different things going on in our United States. And um, I applaud them for that. And um, yeah. the NBA just did a good job. Like it was very entertaining. Mm. Um, the presentation was good. You know, they had the virtual fans, and um, it was just it was just good overall season. Man, it was good to see NBA basketball almost yep. every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and, um, definitely. Get the games at two p.m. in the afternoon, and they feel they feel. They think about it, the NBA feel a big void. It's for as people were, people were ready to see something. Uh, you know, then baseball came back too, and now we got football. So. Hockey. And um, okay. so we oh, we shout still shout out to the WNBA too. They was in it too. Yeah, they oh, the Seattle them. Seattle won their championship. Yeah, the ladies did. And um, the we still gonna still do podcasts. We're gonna try to project more stuff in the future. See what different teams are gonna do in the trades. And we're gonna try to catch up with the draft and see how they're gonna do that. And um, different, you know, of course, signings and stuff. We're going to talk about that. Just different NBA topics we want to discuss, you know. And um, we're still going to do our podcast, even though the NBA season is is ending. We're still going to yeah, we still gonna be at put, 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 um, put our podcast out with different NBA topics we want to, you know, discuss. Yeah. And um, so with that, um, remember... Uh, to check us out on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher and Spotify, Joel and the Boys Basketball Podcast. On Apple Podcasts, be sure to subscribe to us, write a review, give us five stars if you can. On Stitcher, you know, make sure to make us your favorite so you can keep up up to date with us when we upload a new podcast. Give us five stars if you can. Share the show, if possible, to your friends, your enemies, um, no matter what political party you're in, like whoever. Um, just try to spread spread the word as best you can. And on Spotify, you know, be sure to follow us on there to get our most recent episodes. And um, in the near future, we're going to have um, a, a, probably a Facebook page, a Twitter page. And you can catch us on there to update you about different uh, topics we're going to discuss and just to keep you abreast of what, we're, what we got going on. And um, with that, I'm Marcus Simmons. On behalf of my brother, Joey Simmons, and my pops, Joel Simmons, Y'all take care and uh, peace out. Peace. Goodbye.